this and give it a fair to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This meeting is now called to order.
Why not? You earned it. Correspondence that um, our HOA manager has had with the township, she had been told that any um, change like this that's made to the property would need a um, permit, and they have no record of approval. So that's all I'm here to say. We'd like that investigated. That's all. And um, it, we think that it, the removal of that would help us a little bit because we have a lot of flooding and a lot of remediation that we've been spending 
money on. Um, so really it's, <clears throat> sorry, just here if that cement gutter and the fact that we believe it was done in Is that It's rained, uh, for that particular piece, it's rained because there, um, there's a drain right there and that overflows from their, it's their parking lot. And then it goes, it overflows the drain, comes from their parking lot and shoots towards us. And gravity does the rest. Can you just remind us of the way to HOA communication is taking place? If you could just summarize so what's, what's taking place. I wish I could, I knew that much. I mean, I've read this. This is a, a log of the conversations between both Tina from our management uh, Mary, who must be in the engineer's office? Or zoning officer. Yes, okay. And so this goes from, uh, this is just this year, starting in January. Okay, I wouldn't want you to go through. I'm not going to, trust me. <laughs> but if you could kind of summarize, the HOAs talking to each other in any The HOAs have talked to each other, their engineers have met, yeah. and we have engaged an engineer, as has Ocean Reef. Um, and Ocean Reef did respond by putting some sort of plug on something that they have out by their um, bulkhead. And this is not by the bulkhead. We, I don't, my memory of reading this is there's been no um, communication response about the cement channel between either. I mean, obviously. I know what you're at. I'm yeah. sorry. It's okay. Obviously, the best thing that could happen is the HOAs would resolve this between themselves. Right. Rather than the town having to get involved. Of course. Do you think you're at an impasse between the HOAs now? I think we are, but you know what? I'll ask uh, Tina uh, to see if this specific thing has been addressed with the other HOA. Okay. That would be helpful. Yeah. And then if not, if whatever should I have a right to whom? Uh, Councilman Amara and Council, Greg Glass has been involved in this since the start, monitoring the, the dialogue between the engineer and the two associations. We thought it was resolved. I, I guess it's not finally resolved. Unfortunately, we don't have, no one has the original site plans to know if it was approved or not approved. Not that it wasn't approved, we just don't know if it was approved. The cement piece? Correct. And, and, Greg doesn't have a lot to go on. I know Roger had some preliminary discussions with them, but right now, uh, I think there's a little bit of an impasse. Mm -hmm. It's like we, Ocean Reef did what they thought they would do to resolve it, it didn't resolve it, and I'm not quite sure where it stands right now. They did do the one part, they were responsive. They I don't know if there's a permit somewhere is that what you can't find well the original site plan right from the from the approval for ocean reef okay i need to say something i'm not here for this but uh elizabeth to julia 1540 ocean <coughs> i'm not currently on the board but i was on the board when that berm was built and the problem we had then was that the water was coming from sunrise down to us and then it was going into Island View. Island View was having a big problem with flooding and was blaming it on us, but it was coming from sunrise to us down to Island View. So it was like bump, bump, bump. And that's when we put the berm in. And um, the borough engineer at the time, um, <coughs> Jackie? Jackie. Jackie had suggested that 
uh, it be like a, um, a spoon at a sunrise. And they never, I don't think they ever followed up on that um, suggestion. And uh, we have, there's, at the time, there also, she said there was a duckbill outlet at, in Sunrise. And that was, that was the town issue, I think. And that was going to be replaced, the duckbill. That's uh, been replaced. replaced. Yeah. Okay. This is not, this is your firm. I know you're talking yeah. about this. This is what I'm talking about. Hey, that's, not been been there. that's been there okay. forever. It's, it's probably, to answer your question, it's probably yeah, I just needed to, to, I just needed to say this. I think okay. it would be helpful if you check the HOA, the HOA situation. Yeah, I will. And then I, I would suggest who, who Joe was referring to correctly last year is our township engineer. Kind of okay. Once you once you find out the HOA, the HOA situation, sure. I would get in touch with the administration, let us know what you found, and then we'll get great to take a look at it. Okay. But what I'm understanding is there is no plan uh, that could back us up as far as, so that would say, yes, they got a permit to build this. There, there is no, there is no original site plan. plan. There is no original site plan that we have. Okay, so then what you're saying is it can be built. What we're, what we're it saying, can stay. What we're really saying is that there, there's nothing there that would, would dictate that the borough should get involved okay. in the situation. It's really a situation between two private property owners. We've been trying to help, we've been trying to No, encourage. you've been very responsive. Some, some things are not, you know, amenable to municipal action. This is one of them. So. Right. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We'll look back. Thank you. All right. Anybody else have heard tonight? This is her. We asked her to come back. Yes. Please come forward. Uh, about the property over there. Next door. Uh, so I brought... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Well, just like, you know, we had three to the East Church Street, and we were fortunate enough for you guys to sell us the property. She did a great job doing the garden. We cleaned it up weekly. Even 15, we cleaned it up weekly, because it's like she said, there's always plastic bottles, garbage. Yeah, there's lots of garbage so in there. It's like a weekly cleanup, but everything. We just, I did, personally, in my opinion, I think it's a little bit of an eyesore. You know, we just would love to clean it up. She would love to do some plants, maybe a nice little deck, and like we said, even maybe clean up the back, make a nice little, nice little walkthrough for everyone. It's like she said, a lot of people, and I, I live here full time now for like the last three years. A lot of people come through there with the bikes and stuff. And I mean, it's great people. I think also with the neighbors, a lot of the neighbors do agree with the fact that a lot of people will park down at the end of the East Church Street, and then they're not the neighbors to anyone coming for the beach. They'll park there and they'll block everyone. And then they just walk there. Because they have a pass. They'll, they, they'll even ask us how much the ticket is and say, yeah. and say, oh, I'll take the ticket. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. A lot of people. I see last year. It's pretty common in town. Yeah, yeah. 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 was raised a little bit, so maybe hopefully it'll change a little bit this year. But we definitely like to make it like three, where it's a beautiful garden in the back, and you know, we get lots of compliments every day. So. And again, we're going to leave that other walkway, and we'll, you know, if you want to sign, you can sign up there also. So I'm, lots of people use that other walk right now. So. I know some of you here last time. So there's some of the backstories we the government body was a few years ago, didn't opt-in, we just saw McCormick because of you know it's a public uh, walkthrough. So what I would suggest doing is maybe take a look at the spot and you know then you can have a at a future meeting we can discuss it again and then whatever the government body chooses to do. You know you have two options basically keep it as is or sell it off and they I would say that you know if they if they end up selling it, then you know they need to fly. But if not, at a minimum, definitely. Need, I mean, it's not. It's a pretty small spit of land, but we do have to definitely have it maintained because it is. You know, it's, it's running. I put the bike rack back together. It was laying flat. Yeah, well, it's like oh, I feel like it just with the garbage cans and even the bike rack. Because even today, I'm at the grab picture. But I mean, they're still struggling to walk through that. And even today, I picked up at least one or two glass bottles when you're cleaning up and doing weeds. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit, I did see the DPW for the first time, in my opinion, last week. And it was one of our guys that works for a DPW. And he even, he hit down some of the weeds. So that's like the first time I've personally seen the town clean that up. But I mean, I yeah. clean it up every week because I just, you know, I, mm -hmm. I love this town. It's a great town. Sure. So. Yeah, so depending on what happens at the town, I'm keeping it, we definitely have a minimum. We should definitely, we should add it to our regular rotation. They want to maintain it initially, but we definitely stand top of that. Because it's overlooked. I don't think we have other stuff going on. How do we determine the value? Yeah, there's some aspects of this I think would be better for us to discuss at a separate time. Yeah. Well, the sale of real estate is a legitimate uh, closed session item that you yeah. folks can discuss if you want any conditions. Uh, easement, uh, you know, uh, something that will keep it that way. If the permits decide to sell it and leave, that it, it will always stay the way you want. So Roger and and, and council can talk about that in closed session of what the conditions are that we would provide. Yeah, we, I mean, we already, I said last time, I guess I forgot this time, the easement is fine with us. And you did sell us the other piece of property behind East, um, yeah, fix the face of the boardwalk. We did buy yeah, we sell. I guess you figure out. Yeah. So this, this may be the last time that you're here that we're talking about this, but I just want to repeat what you said last time to make sure we're all on the same page. First of all, what you're interested in is buying a piece of property at some value to be determined by the town. 
that is going to affect your property assessment, which means it will affect your taxes. Yes, will go up. Um, in return for that, you agree to potentially widen and maintain the passageway that's to the west of that. Yes. And effectively make that the primary public crossover. Yes. Right. So giving up a little bit of property to widen it. Because right now I've walked it, it's a very narrow path. But you've agreed that you would widen that and maintain it. And provide easement rights to that to the town. So as Mr. Veruni just said, in the future, if you're not there, we have public access to that area yes. for people to walk across. Yes. And also the commitment, which I think you said, you'll maintain it the way you are the other property, which we look at right now from the seawall, is a very nice property. Yes. So that, that's kind of the way you summarized it last time. Right. Did I forget anything? No, that's right on the money. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. If anybody, I think everyone probably knows where it is, it's really the first house here on the south side. I'll meet anybody with you. Look, I know Heather, you and I will go home one day and take a look at it. And, uh, all right, sounds good. Anybody, um, anybody else like to be here tonight? Anybody online? All right, so I guess next up, what we'll do is uh, just uh, have one addition to the uh, to the agenda prior to the consent agenda. Just regarding the potential purchase of a, uh, a new fire truck, or a aerial truck for a right? So as to make a statement regarding the acquisition of the aerial truck for our secret fire department, uh, the mayor and council have been working with the fire chief, the chief financial officer, and the board administrator to take advantage of an opportunity to replace our rover's current 75 foot aerial truck with a new truck at a significant savings over what was projected in the borough's capital plan. The plan has envisioned to order a replacement truck in 2025 at a cost of approximately $1.4 million. As a result of the efforts of the fire chief and his committee of firefighters, the borough has the opportunity to acquire a new custom 75 aerial truck at a cost of $1,053,174, less the trade value or the sale value of the current truck upon delivery of the new truck. This acquisition will be made utilizing the source well cooperative purchasing program for the Houston Galveston Park Council Purchasing Program that's eliminating the delays and costs associated with the bargain truck through the bidding process. The plan of discovery bodies introduce an ordinance to fund the acquisition of this truck at the next meeting of the government body and to adopt it. At the subsequent meeting, once funding ordinances, once the funding ordinance is adopted and the period has passed, the governing body plans to award the purchase of the truck. Taking advantage of the timing and pricing event for the taxpayers and the fire department. It's a win-win situation. In addition to investing over $1 million in the new aero truck, the borough has appropriated funding to rehabilitate the fire department engine to extend its usable life. Thus ensuring that our volunteer fire department has the resources necessary to continue to perform at the highest possible level for our residents and visitors. Yeah, yeah, even up. Yeah. Yeah. Chris. Oh, oh, just do it. Thank you. Hey, uh, Mike, are you on the uh, call still? Yeah. I am. That's right. See if we'll make faster, Mike. Make a few comments on this in addition to that. Um, I don't know if I have any comments in addition to that. Um, the uh, the plan is to go forward. If, if you know we, we're going through the regular meeting process, that means the order wouldn't actually occur until September. 
Uh, if there's any special meetings or any opportunities to introduce the ordinance sooner or to adopt it sooner, um, that would just expedite the time frame uh, for placing the order. Um, but I think uh, process-wise, I think uh, your state can spell that out. Ordinance number 10, 2023, ordinance of the Borough of Seabright amending and 
regarding a requirement for inspection of lead-based and certain residential dwellings. If somebody make a motion to introduce ordinance 10 2023. Second. Councilmember Member Beaver? Yes. Booker? Yes. Kailana? Yes. Corbin? Yes. Killer? Any comments? Uh, I just want to make a comment. Um, 
been uh, six months trying to get our street lights all back on. We do have about 20 of the 28 back on. I did get a call from the lineman last week, and he's red taped a couple of the poles that need further intrusion to repair wiring and stuff. So tonight when I leave and it gets dark, I'm going to do my walkthrough and, and verify it and uh, make sure that we're getting all the ones back online. Uh, it's a tedious process, and uh, well, they have a I, I, I can't remember how many lights he told me they have in the state where they go, right? They, they run out and uh, they need attention and uh, we need to figure out how to keep on top of that. Uh, again, I'll follow up, but they did come out, Chief, he was letting me know that he had to put a patrolman behind them and follow them around. And they did get to a bunch of them. There, there was still a couple out, um, but they had the red tape on, I think, to verify that, so they'll be back. But if you have one, or a low-hanging wire, you need to let us know or call it in yourself. Because if the public calls it in, they get some treatment pretty good, I've noticed. Uh, low-hanging wire, transformer leaking, they do respond to that when a, when a resident reports it. It doesn't have to come through here and get bogged down in our administration. But I am watching. Thank you. Uh, give it a beach update. We've been kind of slow because the weather has been a little crummy. Uh, it hasn't been hot like it has been the last few years. But um, we started lifeguard services in the islands on Saturday. And uh, we also had the busiest weekend so far. We did a $20,000 weekend. Uh, we did have 10 rescues also. So it, was, it was getting busy. Um, in the highlands alone? No, yeah. yeah. Uh, 10 rescues this weekend, no problems other than that. Uh, we do have fireworks coming up on the 30th. I'm just trying to make sure I'm going to remember that. It's going to be nice. And uh, that's it. What's that? For the rescues, children? Not sure. Um, I just sent an email around to, to all of the department heads, but just as a reminder on the coming up, July 7th, News 12 going to be coming to see right they're going to be filming from 5 30 in the morning to 9 a.m they have a friday feature at noon called main street new jersey where they feature different towns and so they reached out to us to see if seabright was interested so just from a beach standpoint want to make sure well, the, the rakes what time do the rakes go out they're perfect right good timing right yeah great for that to capture that on film it'd be great to talk to the beach